This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Our investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. People treating you the way you want to be treated since 1979. There's still time to dig into Gardening Insights 2024, hosted by Macon County Master Gardeners. Gardening Insights will be on the 24th from 9 to 3 at Life Foursquare Church in Decatur. U of I extension experts and master gardeners volunteers will lead a variety of workshops. Participants can choose to attend three workshops plus the keynote presentation. Adults can also bring kids 5 to 18 to the event. 4-H staff will provide STEM-themed activities for the kids. There's a $35 registration fee for adults. You can register at nowdecatur.com until February 18th. The Argenta Ice Fest was held this past weekend, featuring numerous ice sculptures by Olympic gold medalist ice carver Eric Kendall and other artists. The event also included a drive-through ice sculpture experience and plenty of other activities. Check out the photos on the Now Decatur Facebook page. More at NowDecatur.com. The defense secretary is back in the hospital. I'm Dave Anthony. Fox News and Lloyd Austin is in critical care at the Walter Reed Medical Center. Fox's Brooke Singman reports. At this time, it is not clear how long Secretary Austin will remain hospitalized. The current bladder issue is not expected to change his anticipated full recovery. His cancer prognosis remains excellent. Now, Austin was readmitted to the hospital earlier in the day yesterday and has temporarily transferred his powers to his deputy, Kathleen Hicks. Austin making all this public is different from last month when he didn't even tell the president he was hospitalized with complications from prostate cancer surgery, which he's apologized for. Israel has rescued two hostages in Gaza. Once back in Israel, the two rescued hostages were flown by helicopter to the Sheba Medical Center here in Tel Aviv, where they were reunited with their families. The Israeli air support for this mission included fighter jets and attack helicopters that targeted positions across Rafah. Health authorities in Gaza say more than 67 Palestinians were killed in the strikes. Currently, there are more than a million Gazans sheltering in Rafah. Fox's Trey Yings Hamas still holding more than 100 hostages kidnapped in the October terror attack that triggered the war. The House plans to vote again tomorrow, trying for a second time to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Republican Congressman Byron Donalds tells Fox. He's lied to the American people. Our southern border is not secure. But Mayorkas tells NBC's Meet the Press. We don't bear responsibility for a broken system, and we're doing a tremendous amount within that broken system. The Chiefs repeat as the champs. You gotta fight! Travis Kelsey after winning the Super Bowl again. Believe it, baby. I'll see y'all next year. Kansas City beat San Francisco 25-22 in overtime on CBS. Nicole Hardman caught the game-winning touchdown. Man, it felt great. I'm telling you, I blacked out when I caught the ball, though. So, um, but it felt awesome. The quarterback who threw it to him, Patrick Mahomes, was Super Bowl MVP again for the third time in five years. America's listening to Fox News. If you have a bank account, pay attention. The U.S. banking system is once again under extreme stress, but there is an easy way to protect yourself. Gold. Contact Noble Gold Investments today and safeguard your family's financial future. As a thank you for opening a qualified account, they'll give you a free quarter-ounce gold standard coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Visit NobleGoldInvestments.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you don't have consumer cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Success in the Senate for a push to send billions of dollars in military aid to Israel and Ukraine and Taiwan. On this vote, the yeas are 67, the nays are 27. That was a vote to advance the bill. Final passage could come in a few days. Some Republicans joined Democrats in the Senate in favor, but that aid could stall in the GOP-led House. Now, former President Trump has been critical of more military aid, saying we should offer a loan to Ukraine, not give them money. And he caused a stir over the weekend with what he said about NATO. The issue was raised when former President Trump said this during a Saturday rally in South Carolina about what a NATO leader once asked him concerning the threat of an attack from Russia while being behind on NATO dues. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley fired back while appearing on CBS's Face the Nation Sunday. We do want NATO allies to pull their weight, but there are ways you can do that without sitting there and telling Russia, have your way with these countries. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg released a statement saying, quote, I expect that regardless of who wins the presidential election, the U.S. will remain a strong and committed NATO ally. Kevin Uretsky. Fox News. We'll get an update on inflation tomorrow. Consumer prices for January. The rate of increase has come down lately, but President Biden took issue with what's called shrinkflation. Posting a video on X before the Super Bowl. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips. But they're still charging it just as much. He calls that a ripoff. Calling on companies to stop the shrinkflation. On Wall Street, stock futures are mixed before this week's trading after gains last week that ended with the S&P 500 at a new record high, topping 5,000. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Hey everybody, it's Chris Harrison here with Main Place Real Estate. We firmly believe that staying true to our roots is the key to sustained growth, enabling us to deliver unparalleled service to you and our community. As we step into 2024, we are renewing our commitment to our core values. They are integrity and excellence, innovation, client-centered approach, and trust and dedication. While appearances to the outside world do matter, we want our clients and friends to know our strength and commitment to you runs much deeper. Check us out at mainplace.us. Good morning. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, sunny with a high of 44. Tonight, mostly clear, low of 27. For Tuesday, sunny with a high of 44. And Wednesday, sunny with a high near 54. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 29 degrees. Your WSOY time is 6.06.
Good morning and welcome to the Monday edition of Buyers and Company. we got to figure this out, right? Super Bowl Sunday. It's like nobody on the roads this morning. I'm not sure if it was exciting last night. We'll get to all the details. Company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Copious notes. That's what I know that I have this morning. Sitting here trying to jot down everything you see for the uh, what feels like an all-day thing. Uh, I watched the Waste Management Phoenix Open for as long as I could uh, until the lead-up of the uh, Super Bowl yesterday. And it was not a great game. I mean, it was a great ending, and it was exciting. But most of the game was, how would you describe it? Uh, kind of sloppy, kind of like, I, I don't know. Unspectacular. Yeah. Just okay. standard fare. Uh, yeah, but sort of like not what you expected from the Chiefs or the 49ers. That's right. Uh, the two best teams in football make it all the way to the big game. You want excitement like from the beginning, right? And I don't mean it has to be a shootout. You know, it just seems like, like San Francisco's defense was crazy good in the first half and Kansas City was like all over the place. But at the end of the day, you got Patrick Mahomes. You just have that feeling like Tom Brady, like so many other people before they're going to find a way to win the game. That, that is the, that... I mean, don't you just, did you feel that sitting there watching it last night? I felt like he would certainly be in position. There was a moment where uh, a drive where I felt like Kyle Shanahan had his offense clicking at the highest rate possible. And I said, uh-oh, he, they might start putting up a bunch of points. And Casey's defense sat down on it yeah. and just turned it into an okay drive. And then, you know, a play where, you know, a kick hits somebody's leg. I mean, there's like nothing you can do about that. You know, I mean, you're not even facing the right direction. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff. That's what happens uh, in a big game. And uh, Kevin Berhaney, uh, retired Florida. Florida man is back in Decatur, Illinois. I was surprised to see you this morning. Well, I had to come back for the Super Bowl. It's a, well, it's a big surprise. Event. I would I'd rather watch it in warmer weather, but uh, you were back home for it. Yeah, I found out that we won a golf tournament. I'm in a league down there. Okay. And I won my with my new partner. I won my division. So the playoffs starts this week, and I'm not there. Um, I I gave that up to come home. And watch Super Bowl with my family and spend some birthdays up here. But um, my partner in Florida is probably not very happy with me. I was going to say, what kind of partner are you? You just quit in the middle of the season? No, it's the end of the season. Well, the, the most important part of the season, the yeah, playoffs. Neither one of us thought we were going to win our division. <laughs> so now it's the playoffs. And they said we could have substitutes. Mm-hmm. So we line up a substitute for me. Yeah. <clears throat> but not for the playoffs. All right. So, so I'm looking yeah. at the headline of the TV. Chiefs win NFL title and overtime thriller. I think that's what it turned into at the end of the game, right? I thought it was a great game. It was a defensive battle in that first half. Mm-hmm. And, and Mahomes and Kelsey... We're not even a factor in the first half, especially Kelsey. And then, um, boy, Mahomes just like kicks into gear uh, when he's got to take charge in the second half. And you're right. You, you wonder, first of all, these overtime rules, it, there was a strategic mis- mistake by Shanahan by um, receiving the ball first. They should have they should have uh, um, given it to Kansas City first. Why? Because whoever gets it the second time, as as Romo said, gets an extra down because you're always going to go on fourth down. But it, could they not? But if, could they not have scored a touchdown uh, going first? 
Well, they, they could have, but so could the other team. And yeah. they still got that extra down. And it improved I thought to be the game changer for Is the only time that if you score a touchdown, the other team gets it again? Or is it if you score yeah, a touchdown? Both get a, the new rules I are, thought that was only a field goal. The only difference is, um, or, or yes, both teams get an opportunity. But if the on the opening drive, if the defense like intercepts it and scores a touchdown, it's over. It's over. Okay. It's over. All right. And Kelsey proved that theory right because on fourth down, they went for it. They mm-hmm. were in... He made that first down. And all right, you're jumping all the way to the end of the game. I'd like to, to at least uh, right, well, go first through half my game. notes. Well, but there's a lot more. You had your, your pregame performances. You had your halftime. You, you know, there's a lot more than just the, the four quarters uh, that are played uh, on the field. What did you think overall of the experience? I, I don't know uh, that I'd seen the stadium before. I mean, I don't it's a nice watch thing. Raiders games or whatever. I mean, I don't recall watching any. Uh, I thought it was okay, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not as exciting as I thought it might be. Boy, but Las Vegas, what a place well, to have a but Super Bowl. why I thought, you, you know, it would rival something like you have in Atlanta or maybe that's, they have in spear, Dallas. Huh? That spear that they the kept going. The sphere is outside. This is not owned by the – I mean, that, that has nothing to do it's with – It's owned by Madison Square Garden. Yeah. <laughs> but it sure added to the sure it uh, does. coolness. Yeah, it does. Uh, they showed even inside uh, some of the residential U2 stuff. that I, I don't think I'd seen some of the shots they had of what it looks like to be in the top row of that yeah. thing. Kind of frightening. You mean like you go over to the assembly hall, what's now the State Farm Center, and you sit up top and the way you feel. Can you imagine in that thing? Yeah, I, I I think there's probably not a bad seat in the house. Did you happen to see in the run-up the um, there were a couple um, uh, pieces that were made. One was like a, a film of the Raiders, Al Davis. Did uh-huh. you see that? No, I did not. And it had like uh, is some, it before the game started? Yeah, I, I'm sure it'll be out there somewhere. It was a short little film, and it had to do. It had actors playing John Madden and Al Davis, really? chronicling his. Like just win and, yeah. and all those different things. And then they had a, they had another one that was kind of corny, but they did sort of a hangover, uh, a play on the hangover where JB was the missing one and, and Boomer and all those guys went looking for him. And then they full fledged ripped off Formula One. Um, and maybe the big, the, the big race or the greatest race, uh-huh. whatever that's called, where they, they did their announcing at the Bellagio and got in the vehicle and were driving over to the uh, venue. It's like, I've seen this episode. Well, you know, <laughs> How about the Bellagio set? Oh, it's cool. Uh, was that cool with the fountain in the back? Yeah, yeah it was cool. I, I also liked the Nickelodeon piece, you, yeah, you know, like SpongeBob. where they were all up there and had a very visible presence, yeah. you know, in the stadium, which I thought was cool. I didn't watch any of the Nickelodeon coverage, but I, I think that's just a great idea. Uh, I, I was, uh, I thought Post Malone did a great job, uh, at the beginning with America the Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't even recognize him at first. Like, he seemed, didn't he kind of look like a country artist or something coming out there with, like, the acoustic guitar? And uh, He's kind of a cool dude. Huh? He's kind of a cool dude. Yeah. No, but, I mean, I used to just sort of a little more over the top. I thought he did great. And Reba, and then uh, I thought it was fantastic. They had the Lahaina uh, Luna Lunas uh, high school football team and the coaches there for the coin flip, uh, you know, after uh, the tragedy that that happened there in Lahaina. What what about Chris Jones crying during Reba McIntyre's national anthem? I thought that was, I thought that was unbelievable. The, the tears were just like crocodile tears going down his face. I crocodile tears are fake tears. They were, we had this argument before. Tears. No, they were fake tears. Uh, crocodile tears means you're not really crying. Oh, they, crocodiles We've don't cry. We've had this cry. exact same conversation. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, well, you learned something. I, twice. Anyway. <laughs> Chris no, Jones, what do you I, think? I, I think that there is so much tension. I, I mean, I think when you are, like, when all of the fireworks are done and the opening stuff is done and you're waiting to get out of the field and you've played all year long and, and the fans are going crazy, I can't imagine how much adrenaline is going through those guys, you know, when they're just, they're that close to getting out on the field and hitting each other. I think they're probably all a little <laughs> tweaked oh, yeah. emotionally, you know, when they're ready to go. You've been on the sidelines enough to see that. There's a lot of tears in a football game. Well, normally these guys, kind of like when they did the shots of Kelsey and Mahomes, these guys are holding their their shoulder pads and they're rocking back and forth. You know, they're all they're thinking yeah, about they're is caught up in the doing. moment. Yeah. But Chris Jones, he... Boy, I don't know. It, I've never seen a football player stand there and cry mm. um, at the National Anthem. I thought it was cool. And I think Reba McIntyre really great. knocked it out. They of all did. I, I thought all the entertainment. She, she made a little uh, controversy in Vegas. She added a second word of brave. Uh-huh. So, so MGM in particular, we had to look this up. Uh, couldn't score the over or the under the time limit because she finished the song but then added an extra word to it. Really? So they paid them all out. No kidding. Yeah, she said brave twice. All right. That's the dumbest thing in the world, betting on. I mean, I, mean, I understand why they had to do what they do, but that's just that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then you think about, well, what if somebody knew to just add a word on there? You know what I mean? Well, they bet yeah. on everything. They I, bet I, on everything. They do? Yeah, but what color was the Gatorade? All right. I have no Purple. idea. And they didn't show it on the live broadcast, which I got a comment on that. The post-game broadcast, I would give it a D minus. It was terrible. It was. I didn't. Terrible. By the time we got to the overtime terrible. win, I went to bed. Didn't uh, even so, say who the MVP was. So I didn't see the post-game. I, I didn't watch any of that. It was Mahomes, right? Yeah. Right, but they didn't tell you that. No, he, they didn't I show the Gatorade. You had that. They replayed it. I mean, they just they didn't have it together. Did yeah. you guys switch? What if they back had some sort of technical issue or something? I don't know. I mean, because CBS isn't—I mean, it's not their first rodeo. Right. But the line of questioning up on the on the stage was, that was Nance? weird. Well, I think yeah, it was, it was Nance. Jim Nance. Yeah. It was bad. It was, really? it was terrible, actually. He even prompted Gronk to get him to sing to the crowd. Maybe they were having some kind of—I mean, you know, Nance is a professional. I, mean, I know that. I would. I'm, yeah, but, I'm telling you, it's probably his worst work of all time. That I've seen. But you think he was making the decisions on that, like like announcing the I, MVP? I don't, I don't, I don't know. You mean Kelsey, not Gronk, but but it, it was yeah, Ke- Kelsey had Gronk, a yeah. controversial game. I mean, he. Uh, I don't are know. You, are you starting to go down this this path with him and Taylor Swift? No. You're talking about when he ran into yeah, Andy Reid. Andy yeah. Reid, that was. Well, no, but I'm saying you're not going down that road, though, are you? Which road? The, that road. The anti. Travis Kelsey Rhodes, what he's No, no, I like. Okay. I'm just making sure you've been away for a while. We went through this last week. I'm a big Kelsey, uh, Taylor Swift fan. I think it's cool. I thought the whole, the whole element of, of Taylor Swift in the, in the Chiefs this year added so much more fun to watching the Chiefs and watching them without Taylor Swift was fun. So it was a bonus. I think, I think the talk all day today is, 
Kelsey losing his temper and running into Andy Reid because he didn't, I guess, because he didn't get enough No, it was after the fumble, and he was saying, keep me in. And and that passion that they have, I I mean, I don't... He done that to a referee. He didn't do it to a referee. And and if you win at the end of the game, that stuff doesn't matter. I mean, they're passionate about what they... You know, I I wasn't sure why they weren't getting Kelsey into the game. Same with George Kittle on the other side. Exactly, right? I mean, I don't understand... Because everybody was going to be keying on him, so they're... Who were they not... When have they not keyed on Travis Kelsey? the, The defense for San Francisco was outstanding. Mahomes couldn't get the ball to anybody in the first half. I think sometimes these coaches are too cute by half with their game plans, and I think you saw it when Baltimore... Baltimore didn't run the ball. I mean, they were the number one running team in the NFL and and got to the AFC Championship game and didn't run the ball. How did that work out for them? I think these coaches, and sometimes the players get frustrated. They know what works, and what works is at the end of the game, you give it to Patrick Mahomes, you say, go out and win. Well, that's what happened. Yeah. So I think there was frustration about not that I'm a star and want more catches. Is like, look, what are we doing here? You, you know, we know how to do this. Yeah, Andy Reid, uh, after the game, had said that uh, he came over and was like, put me in there, keep me in there, yeah. I'll get it done. He said he almost knocked him over. Yeah. And both of them have uh, have said they are coming back for next year. No, oh, there's no doubt. Well, he caught he caught Andy Reid in an off-balance position. He's got a bad hip, or he had a hip replacement, Reid said. And he just caught me uh, by surprise and on my on my bad on my and new hip. Then he and, had a teammate drag him back, and that, yeah, that that's just because uh, he's holding him back like, I, like it's just passion. That's just literally that's the same as the tears before the game. That is just like nothing but pure adrenaline. But if it weren't for Pacheco's um, fumble. That play that Mahomes made. Are you getting to the end of the game again? We no, got, this is no, the first half. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, he made that unbelievable pass, and then it got uh, turned over. But, with but the look fumble. what they did out there and why Travis Kelsey would be pissed. I mean, they, they started doing exactly what their wide receivers have done all year, dropping pass after pass after pass. Oh, he didn't drop that one. That was that was unbelievable. How many yards was that? Okay. 30, 40? All right. There's a big one. There's bigger things to talk about than individual plays, which – was a great individual play. But what did you think of the commercials, first and foremost, before we get to the halftime show? I did uh, learn it's uh, it's not Timu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. They said it. The commercial said it one way. Jim Dance said it another way. And we've all been saying it the wrong way. It's funny how that happens. Right? Yeah. Temu. 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 Uh, the big shopping Amazon experience. Yeah. Like experience. Don't shop there? Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, oh, in Amazon? Sure you do. I, here's what I, I feel. I don't know about Tamu. The commercials, I give them like an 80 out of 100 because okay. it's like all of them were really cool. None of them were like, oh, my God, you guys, I can't. I can't. There, there was one I thought that rose to that level, and it wasn't didn't have a single star in it, didn't have any of the gimmicky stuff in it at all. And that was, hang on a second, got to find my notes, too many notes. Uh, that was literally the, the spot for, was it the pixel? Um, the, the camera oh. that takes pictures for the blind. Uh, I'm glad you said that. That made a conversation at my Super Bowl party and I com- I made that exact comment. I said, that is an absolute perfect showcase of technology. It is Google phone. It's the Google ecosystem. It's the Google smartest. Pixel camera and they've got a guided frame uh, thing that if you're visually impaired, like it, it talks to you. That's so, correct. Uh, two people in frame. 
three people in frame, and they tell this whole guy's story, including the birth of his, you know, uh, being able to take pictures of every moment. I thought that was a great ad. That is one of the better ads I've seen in a long time. Absolutely. What about the State Farm Arnold Schwarzenegger? Those were goofy. I I I love that. Neighbor. Neighbor. Yeah, and then Danny DeVito showing up at the end. I thought the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, Dunkin' Donuts with J-Lo was probably the best of those kind of ads. Yeah, it was fun and fun and silly. No, Ben Affleck got $8 million. Ten million dollars for the Dunkin' Donut commercial. That one commercial. Uh, the last year's. Okay. And so they they're paying these celebrities I, anywhere from three to ten and, million. And, and most of them they're bad. Um, they think just having a celebrity in is a good. Although enough the Messi and Marino, Marino and, oh, I was I disappointed that. with that one. Why? Bit. I don't know. I just thought I knew they were going to be in a spot, and I just the thought ultra. it'd be a little better. They gave you one line to Ted Lasso and and you know Marino on the boat, and it was okay. It was all right. It wasn't terrible. I I was shocked at the, the religious uh, to pay eight million bucks to get like the Jesus to tell, to to tell Christians to start acting like Christians. Yeah, yeah, worth every penny if it does anything. Uh, I thought the, those were good looking. I thought the, the, well, the they're professionally. I've great. seen some yeah. of those before. Yeah. The Dunkin' Donuts though thing. When, when Matt Damon's got to do the line, "How do you like them apples?" Mm-hmm. and then he says, "It's really hard to be your friend sometimes." And then they kick both of them out and let Tom Brady stay. That Dunkin' Donuts commercial with J Lo and it was like Fat Joe. I mean, there was like tons of people. It's in funny that. because like and the track suits. They've been running like the the ongoing gag of of Ben Affleck being such like a, a diehard. I think he was even working at a Dunkin'. And then she's like, "Come on, man!" And yeah. so she's like, "We've talked about this. Yes, it was great. That's a good payoff. Was, good call." But Matt Damon was the funny thing in that Hell whole yeah. spot. It was yeah. really good. And then there's the horrible, uncomfortable moment when you're watching the big game and even the worst of the worst commercials still have major celebrities and they go to the local avails. Oh, my God. That is so hard. Oh, there, there was one that was extra bad that had some. There was a WCIA spot. Where they're like, that no I would, ball. I would have quit. With like the jump shot, the jump cuts and all that. When they were doing the NFL like yeah. team and, yes. and slow motion. I mean, I literally would have quit over that. What do you think they charge for those? To get a local. They don't charge anything. That's part of your deal. I mean, you mean the advertiser? Yeah. This was a self-promotion the TV station would oh, have had. Like I mean, they've got some, like, their own avails in there. I, I don't know exactly how that works, but I'm assuming they have, you know, 30 seconds here yeah. or there to, to, to promote their own stuff. And it's nothing against those people that were in it. It's just like whoever had the idea that we're going to try to make this really serious and make this NFL level and we're going to put our broadcast people in it. It was just somebody should have shut that down in a meeting like months ago. They even had a football in it. Yeah. Like the little handoff with yeah. the zoom in on uh-huh. the hands. But then there's the local advertisers. And I just think, you know, I know there's a lot of eyeballs on it, right? I would advise a client not to do that. There's too many eyeballs on too many things. You just get lost or you look so dramatically small compared to like what they're doing at that stage. Stay away from There's that. one uh, that I thought looked like it belonged. Okay. It was uh maybe Midwest Technical Institute and it was a graphic package with with good looking animation and simple simple messaging. Yeah, look right. look pro- professional. Look like it could have belonged okay. there. Absolutely. The danger though far outweighs. Yeah, when you when you start uh, having people talk that aren't professional yeah. actors and mm-hmm. the lighting when you're not professional, I mean it yep. just you're right. What do you think they charge for those? I don't have a clue. Not a clue. JFK Jr. spot was interesting. It was interesting. He uh, apologized for that today. What do you mean? Um the, 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 You've been family, up watching Fox News artists. A family what? member No, I just where did you see that? It was on the news this morning. Okay. 
uh, a family member complained about it, said he was embarrassed by it, and he apologized if it offended any of his family members. as a pack that put it out there, and he had nothing to do with it. Oh, said. that's baloney. No, I'm just saying what that's... You, you think that they put literally a vintage 1960 JFK campaign ad in there with him in it, and he didn't know anything about it, the, the pack that works for his campaign? Said he had nothing to do with it. And he apologized to his family if they were offended. Okay. Check it out. But he apologized to his family, not the hundred million people that had to watch it, but his family for being offended. Because a family member went public by saying they were offended. Okay. So I thought artistically, I thought it was a neat looking commercial. That's but but they artistically they just took JFK's campaign. Well, they framed the way they presented it and framed it and made it look J J. Um, uh, vintage. I, I thought it was put but, I mean, together it, it well. Was, it was literally a replica. I know. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I thought so they it did it well. Yeah. So, I mean, the original team did, yes. 60 years ago. It looked it, like it was like new footage. Like uh, It was new footage of him, but it was just inserted. It was the exact replica of uh, of the campaign spot. Uh, right. So I'm tell, what I'm saying is I thought they did a good job replicating the thing. I did you kind of know what it was when, yeah. you, when it first hit? I, mean, I, I, I assume that's what it was. Okay. After, after I started seeing his picture, yeah. What do you think uh, about President Biden not accepting the CBS interview? Okay, we're in the Super Bowl. I thought we were talking politics. No, I, we're talking ads. Oh, okay. Are we not? Sure. I mean, we went from Dunkin' Donuts to the Pixel to the bad local fails to the RFK Jr. To RFK. And could, that would have been an ad for... For his campaign. <laughs> you could have tried this hard. Dude, um You don't think you should have done it? I don't I don't care. I all I wanted to do was watch the Super Bowl. I don't want any politics. The JFK thing or annoyed me. I don't want politics in my Super Bowl. I just like to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. There's a reason why there's not a whole bunch of political ads in there, right? And probably also why the interview got turned down. Just oh, same I, I don't it's know. not the place for it. it I well, think. they've done it every year. Every year, some, the president's yeah. done it. But it, there's a whole other thing that's. Oh, I, that's a good point. It, it is every year. Yeah, and for the last two years, Biden has not done it, mm-hmm. and and he's not doing any sit down interviews. And I yes, I think it's a mistake, but that's a topic for a whole other thing. Uh, and that that interview, by the way, isn't on CBS, is it? Yeah, it's, it's usually whatever network. Uh, when does it the air? Game. Um, sometimes it's pregame, sometimes it's halftime. Halftime? But the, this one was offered at they pre, don't have time. pregame. Okay. This one was offered pregame, and they turned it down. All right. But, I mean, you know, Obama's done it, um, and I don't know. It's, who, whatever network has it. You were missing they, that they last night? It was just big, big news um, that he turned down a, a free opportunity. What about the field goals? There were some big that kicks. I thought was awesome that they set the record. I got, I was like everybody watch. This is for the record. It's yeah. fifty five yards and twice, like, and then like six, seven, Second, eight minutes later, I was they're like, doing the same thing. They over go, hey, look, this yeah. one's for the record. What yeah. was it? Fifty seven yards. Fifty seven. That was awesome. That was real good. So that was great. I thought the ending was great. The halftime show. I, I the, the roller skates saved it for me. <laughs> He's a good roller. Oh my God! Listen, you you got to give nothing but mad props to go out there in front of the entire world, right? Now the background people, you get Cirque du Soleil, you get all the Vegas, the feathers, the acrobats for Usher to strap on those skates. I mean, what are the odds? Like, even if you're a great skater, that you can go tumbling down on live TV in front of the entire world? Decent. Yeah. 
So I got nothing but mad respect for being able to go out and do that. I thought that was cool. I thought it was a good show. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I thought it was great that Ludacris showed up. I'm a huge uh, fan. I, I didn't know who the guy was with the helmet thing. Well, I am from the Black Eyed Peas. Is that who that was? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't write. I Jermaine Dupree. Half his face. Jermaine Dupree was out yeah. there. And, uh, Alicia so you thought it was great? Keys. Yeah, it was a show for a Nick's age group. Yeah, there was one thing that I would have, I, there's I, maybe two things I would have done different. The very beginning, I felt was a little, like, uh, a little clunky and old schooly. Like, it was like, here, we're just going to do like a, a performance you might see on a float at a parade. I thought that was a little too clunky to start. And the very end, I do like how they went off on his voice, but I wish they would have just tightened that up just a little bit. But mm-hmm. overall... I love the spectacle, the dancing, the lighting, the stage, the special guests. I thought it was uh he played like 11, 12 of his hits. Yeah, he got a lot in. Yeah, <clears throat> and and he he brought it. I thought it I thought it was great. Like great great. I some of the reviews in the entertainment I know, I've been are, are not you know and, and that doesn't matter to me. I I thought it was I, I mean I didn't think it was bad at all and I thought the roller skates were really cool. I mean in, in a moment we've just been talking about Fairview Park the last couple of weekends they turned the pavilion into a roller rink and it was like such old I drove by and saw that. Yeah. Boy, that looked cool too. Yeah, and at night they got it all lit up and everything. But I thought you know that that's confidence you know when you'll do that in front of 65,000 people there at the stadium and however many hundreds of millions of people are watching everywhere. It would be real easy to be a meme fast on roller skates. I wonder if he does that in his show in Las Vegas. He he was so good at it. That might be part of what he does. He's very, uh, well, even when he's not a professional roller skater, he's a musician. So whenever you strap it on, I thought that was fantastic. Uh, All right. So uh, I I thought it was like a solid B plus for a halftime show. What was it missing for you? Just something the, the the mic issues the 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 opening seemed a little you know it, it just think about last year and then like even the year before like and it was more old school like we're just going to be on the field we're not going to do anything spectacular they've had some major major openings the last few years right the entrance is so spectacular yeah the weekend and and Dr Dre set and all of that were well what even Rihanna uh, uh, yeah, know, Rihanna uh, yes and uh, Lady Gaga and all of them yeah. so I think it's that sometimes people just set the bar it's you don't want to do the same thing over and over well they're trying to compare and a B plus is a good grade to the Michael Jackson and Prince <clears throat> halftime and I don't think it met met those standards I uh, especially Prince I think Prince to this day has been the best okay. And Mother Nature helped him with the rain. Uh, wait. We've got um, streakers that aren't really streakers. Because you don't see them? No, they had pants on. There's a streaker. I didn't know it. Two streakers. And it happened during the game. But have we broadened the definition of the word streaker? They just didn't want to say trespasser. Well, no, but I mean... Travis Kelsey's brother in the box a couple of weeks ago it was a streaker by technical definitions if you're just counting having your shirt off. No. Uh, no, that's just a that's clickbait title. By the way, Jason Kelsey showing up as Zach Galifianakis' <laughs> character in The Hangover was, was brilliant. Brilliant. Yes, it was. Uh, two streakers, their word. I, I mean, you know, CBS's, you know, verbiage, uh, which I thought was interesting when you're not really streaking. I don't know. I think... 
I and, they, and they didn't show them, I take it. No, they don't. But I, I know at least one of them uh, that Jim Nance and Tony Romo commented on because it pauses play and it's kind of awkward if you're uh, announcing the game. But it ends up that there were two. I, otherwise, you're just two drunk idiots with no shirt on running on the field. How did you like the announcing? Did you think Romo did a good job? I, I don't. I don't mind Tony Romo. I loved it. I love Tony Romo. I don't get the criticism. I mean, I, I don't. It, there was there was a play near the end that really showcases him, and and uh, it was a quick. He did a quick read of the defensive layout, and and he and Shanahan called a timeout, and he goes, "I'm telling you, it's because they had their def their secondary was back off the ball, right." And and then the, they came out and the secondary had, had closed that gap. He was, Shanahan wanted to get involved in that call. Yeah, absolutely. And and Romo identified it right at the line. Like yeah. it, it took two seconds of what like a QB would do because he was probably like snap the ball, snap the ball. That's wide open. And Shanahan, I mean, it was just that's. And what, Romo said, "I agree with him. I would not. Have, yep. I would not let that play happen either." Right. And and that's what you pay him the big bucks for is to be able to just see that quickly and go without needing it fed. He just can do it. Yeah. I, I, the announcing's fine. I don't, I don't have, I've never had a problem with Tony Romo. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the knock is that he put a lot more work into it up front and maybe he's just kind of going along. I don't know. I, I'm fine with that. I, I, the, the game is what I'm there to see and the ads. I thought the fan duel, uh, Carl Weathers, thank you, was pretty classy. Yeah, that was nice. With Gronk. Uh, I, I don't know how long those scrub guys are going to live off being in scrubs. I mean, that's <laughs> like just, <clears throat> that's amazing to me. Right? Yeah, they're just living it. And then the E-Trade uh, toddlers playing pickleball. Love it. Love that spot. Topical. <clears throat> For sure. Just walking. So Gronk missed the field goal, right? That's right. And then the guy, I don't, yeah, the second year in a row, the guy who got hurt and knocked out of the game running onto the field. Yeah. Was it Greenlaw? Was it Drake yeah. Greenlaw? Uh, linebacker for the 49ers. That was the weirdest thing ever. Yep. I mean, they showed him jumping up and down on the, on the sidelines, like, you know, getting ready to go in. Takes like two steps and goes down like a truck. Achilles. Yeah. Went up. He had Achilles tendonitis and all kinds of problems with it. But that was, wasn't, I've just never seen anything like, quite like that, where literally, uh, the blue tent and the cart, I mean, like one step onto the field. Right. I don't think there's anything more painful either. When your Achilles tendon goes, it's, it's like a rubber band snapping. So he's 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 if it's if it actually ripped, uh, he's out for a while. Yeah. In fact, one of the guys uh, said it might have been Kittle said he needs to call Aaron Rodgers quick and get that thing turned around as right. fast as he possibly can. Right. Uh, Christopher Walken spot, I thought was brilliant yeah, was for good. BMW electric cars. Uh, I thought that was great. Ends up with Usher at the end of the, of the ad. Yeah, it was very cool. I had a look at somebody says, is that the way he talks? <laughs> they all said yes. I mean, that was, it was a good ad, but I, I was trying to figure it out for a while. Really? I didn't, I don't know much about Christopher Walken's. But everybody else does. He's walking. He's not a plural. Uh, he, he, you don't, he's been in some of the greatest. King of New York. The Deer Hunter. That's a little wild. Usual suspect. Well, that was his first movie. Suicide Kings. Yeah. I love that movie. Cowbell. He's got a, he's got to have more cowbell. He's got a fever. No kidding. That was one of the greatest Saturday night live skits ever. And then Twisters. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I know they, they showed the, the, the clip for it last night. I don't think it's technically, I mean, I guess it's a sequel, but not really in the same storyline or whatever. Just a, just a reimagining take, yep. take on, on the old movie. Yep. All right. Overall, 
I give it, you know, the, the game came through at the end. First half was, was pretty sloppy and ugly and not a lot of excitement. But what are you going to do? Overtime, Super Bowl, that's great. I was exhausted at the end of that game. I was too. My emotions, uh, I don't know, you internalize a lot of it. Uh, for a while there, I was jumping up and down like that big pass in the first half. And then when I saw that they were flat, I'm thinking, oh, no, they could lose this, Kansas City, that is. And and even when they had the last set of downs, and, you know, this is this is what Mahomes is known for. They came very close to getting uh, four and out. Yeah, they did. But I'm just telling you, uh, he's not going to win every game. But, man, if you got to put your money on somebody in that position, that you know, I'll go Patrick Mahomes all day long. How do you like his humility? Oh, he's great. He's just great. There's great video of Brittany at some private club or at some private party, like in the roped off section, and his brother's trying to get in, and the security won't let him in. And she just shrugs and turns around and walks away. <laughs> Love that. Oh, she did. Yes. Nice. It's like I'm gonna give a little effort here, but not very much. Ah, I wish not, God. Now that I can do. Oh man. See ya. I I want to say one quick thing about the gameplay. He's in the Sports Tony Illustrated Rumble. swimsuit issue. Oh wow. His wife. Brittany. Yeah. Um. I was, it doesn't really fit here now. Uh, Chris Jones, Tony Romo, and his announcing illustrated it three different times, essentially, how his pressure on the quarterback or sometimes even touching Brock Purdy and, and disrupted basically three touchdowns, three wide open touchdowns. Just being able to move a big guy backwards, not get the sack, not do whatever, yep. but just altered it enough. To blow three touchdowns. That is a difference Especially maker. Especially at the end player. of the game. Though. Yeah. That one went over. That's impressive. Yeah. And in the stat book, what does it show? Nothing. Nothing. Not exactly a single right. thing happened. How much did they make? You know, it was interesting. I was looking, you know, if they, if they were to win last night, which they did, they had made about $170,000 up to the Super Bowl. Yeah. For each player, yeah. anybody on the roster, right. whether they're hurt or not. And then they doubled that last night. So the, the postseason for them, you know, every single player made about $320,000. Yeah. Could you imagine if you're on the bottom? into the roster that makes and, a and lot you get like 50 percent bonus at the end yeah <laughs> that's pretty good you're sitting in a, in a rehab center somewhere you know not even playing and and the team gets all the way there and you know here's a check for yeah. three hundred fifty thousand dollars oh, yeah very nice yeah it is the chiefs really showed the, the the football fans something this year they came from being mediocre to outstanding in half a year well you got that core. You just can't bet against that. Uh, all right. Will it be the most watched game ever? Will it be the most gambled on game yes, ever? I think yes. that, I don't know about first. Uh, we'll see today when the ratings come out. Second for the gambling part, for sure. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, I think the first one's for sure. You think it? Yeah. Well, I mean, think about, I mean, you, I if you would ask yourself that before the game, I, I mean, there's nothing I about think the potential is there. I just think. You go back to some of those older games when our, our <clears throat> we didn't have you know nearly as many things. Oh, okay. Let me actually rephrase that. It certainly was going to be increased by a significant amount from last year. Yes. Overall, I don't know what the old peak numbers That's are what I'm versus saying. today. It's I very hard that. to do that when you know you had four channels and cable yeah. and everybody, you know. And it was quantified in a very specific. Yeah. Certainly, Worldwide, I think it's the, like a billion people. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. I'm not sure about that. I'd have to look at the metrics. I would imagine that there's probably, because of the connectivity around the world, I imagine it, it's probably significantly more. 
but I, I don't know. I'll look it up. I, I don't think it, like, if you look at the World Cup, for instance, I don't think it's anywhere near no, globally, not that. you know, that kind of audience. Uh, and then the cost. Uh, last, uh, yesterday, you know, there were still tickets available uh, uh, being sold second and third hand. Uh, the cheapest one was $8,333. Nachos were 60 bucks at the Super Bowl yesterday. Jeez. <clears throat> I hate it. I mean, I don't even have any interest of going to the Super Bowl. If my team would have been there, I would have been at home watching the game. Well, you get a better experience. $60 not. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I had heard, who knows if it's true, that Kelsey paid a million dollars for his box to have his family there. He got it on the cheap if he did, it, because they were going as they were going 1.5 to 2.5. Well, if anybody's going to do it on the cheap, it would probably be somebody on each other's team. Yeah. That's still a lot of money. A million dollars. Insane. It's just insane. 20 tickets, two parking passes, food and drinks. Yeah. For a million bucks. million five. Yeah. I don't even think you could get one for a million. Well, best shot of the night was Taylor Swift chugging a beer. (laughs) Yeah. On the jumbo (laughs) truck. Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) I mean, that was, I mean, that's good for business. That's just the best shot of the night. Yeah, that's a good one. Absolutely free. In fact, you made money because you probably paid for the suite. Since you mentioned the big screen, there was a play where Mahomes got tackled backwards on a throw. And he looked instantly up and watched it on the big screen to see if it was completed or not. I mean, like he just instantly looked up. I know it. But they showed it to America. That's what they do. That's what they do. After (laughs) watching uh, F1 drivers do that, you know, going 200 miles an hour, I'm less impressed with somebody in the NFL. But I did see that exactly where he's literally checking the screen. To see what's and going. that happens all the time. The yeah. running backs do that so they can see what's in the rearview mirror when they're running down yeah. the field. But that was pretty cool. They said that Peyton Manning used to look at the defense before he uh, uh, called for the ball. He'd look at the lineup on the on the big screen. So he got and both he shots. Audibles yeah. based on that. Oh, that's funny. It's good stuff. All right, I give it a, a good. It was a good Super Bowl. Good night. Fine. I, I don't know how I'd feel this morning though if the 49ers had won. Just I can't. I'm just not. You know. Purdy did a great job. I thought he. I, I don't have any. I'm rooting against them. I just don't have. Okay, can can we put it to bed that he's an elite quarterback? He is. He did nothing wrong. I don't. Did nothing. You wrong. say elite. I, I mean, to me, that is a different category than. I, I think he's a. We'll see. Right. Yeah, you got to win a certain amount of Super Bowls. To be okay, elite. I mean, he's not the the triple A all time. But like in the NFL right now, he's a top three, four, five quarterback. Sure, but that's a different thing to me than being uh, currently elite. How okay. about that? All right, fine. That's he's fine. currently a top of the line quarterback. I think he was considered in the top ten going into this game. My guess after this game, he's in the top five. Has to be his stats. Put top him... five now. Yes. Yeah, that, but that's a whole different. I mean, I guess we're just a verbiage thing. When you ask elite, he's not Tom Brady. No, no one is. Well, well, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is. Yeah, he is. He's, he's Him, Joe Montana, and Tom Brady. Uh, he's they're, they're t- at 28 years old. Tom Brady had five Super Bowls. Uh, they're on the same, you know. But Patrick Mahomes would have to play another 15 years to be able. I, I mean, which I, I do think he's the best quarterback I've ever watched talent play talent wise. There's yep. no doubt about that. But they, if you look at their career trajectory, Tom Brady had every, every bit this much success at the same age. I listened to Tom Brady yesterday on a podcast. He gives him so many props. It's not even funny. Oh, he yeah. loves Mahomes. Well, who doesn't? Tom Brady, the guy, the DJ from Dunkin' Donuts. That. <laughs> <laughs>
Can I stay? Hey, for 10 million bucks, I'd do it too. Heck yeah. All right. We'll take a break. We're desperately late for one. And we got a lot of other stuff to get to now that the Florida man's back. We will take a quick break. And uh, here's Nick with a look at your three-day forecast. Today's going to be sunny with a high of 44 tonight, mostly clear low of 27. For Tuesday, sunny with a high of 44. Wednesday, sunny with a high near 54. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 29 degrees. Your WSOY time, 646. This look at your weather brought to you by Staley Credit Union. Ready to bank better? Bank Staley Credit Union. Ready to bank better? You got it. At Staley Credit Union, just think, better rates on loans and savings, all the technology of a big bank, trusted in the community since 1930. And when you join, you actually own part of it, which translates into major membership benefits. At Staley Credit Union, you got it. Learn more at StaleyCU.com. This institution is not federally insured by member choice. Proudly insured by American Share Insurance. United Way Trivia Night is back again. This time courtesy of Design Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Join us Saturday, February 24th at the Hall at 520 for a full night of trivia plus 50-50 and heads and tails games to win some cash. Cost is $25 per person. Teams can be from one to eight players. And sign-ups begin at 530, trivia at 6. United Way Trivia Night 2024, Saturday, February 24th, courtesy of Design Air, where owner Josh Maurer keeps you warm and cozy all winter long. Finally, a place in Decatur to catch every big game and root on all your favorite teams in a welcoming family atmosphere. Hot Shots in downtown Decatur is the place to be. Enjoy happy hour every day, Monday through Friday from 3 until 6, and get the big three, the MVP burger, a 9-inch pizza, or six boneless wings for only $4 each. Also, ask about their beer of the month specials. Located downtown at 237 North Main, open daily for lunch at 11 a.m. and staying open to be your late night spot until 2 a.m. Hot Shots, the place for sports. Daisy was abandoned and placed in foster care at 15 years old. Before I was adopted, I felt like I wasn't enough. I had a hole in my heart, but when my mom asked to adopt me, that hole was closed. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption is changing the lives of teenagers lingering in foster care, like Daisy, who need a safe, permanent home now. You can help. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. So I was trying to watch the uh, final round of the Waste Management Phoenix Open and say that out loud. It just, boy, does that just roll right off the tongue. Makes you think about a lush golf course in the middle of the desert. Waste Management kind of takes away from everything. Uh, I think they abbreviate it. It's the WM Phoenix Open, which has become known for more for its fan base and behavior than it has a golf tournament. And while I think golf needs to have an injection of energy and youth and young, it's now getting out of hand uh, there in Phoenix. They had to shut alcohol sales off at 2 o'clock Saturday, 2 p.m. 
Woman fell out of the grandstands, uh, you know, taken to the hospital. Players getting into it now, and not players that are normally seen as sort of hothead players. And it ended great. There was a playoff, and Nick Taylor ended up winning it, and Scotty Scheffler blew up at the end, had the lead about halfway through Sunday, couldn't make a putt to save his life. But it has become so loud that it is, and, and drunken, you know, this is why we have to have laws and rules. Because if you just let people go, hey, let's have fun, get yeah. a little loud. We so only tournament take that lets it. that happen. I know, but we'll always, it'll just keep getting elevated. and ele- We take it too far as human beings. That's why the rules. Because we can't self-rule. No. <clears throat> I mean, that's... It went from being a novel sort of thing on the tour that was different, and it was really that 16th hole, you know, where they've got the grandstands all the way down the fairway and wrapped around like in a coliseum. like. And now it's just every hole the whole tournament. And the screaming and the yelling. Uh, it's almost like sounds one, like sports. <clears throat> almost like the one tournament everybody's... Allowed to act like a football I, game. What you say it almost sounds like sports in a very sarcastic way. I will note um, the way tennis is, the way a, a lot of other sports are. I mean, it's not the NFL. It's it's golf, and it is a little different. And when you're screaming through the person's shot, whether you like that tradition or not, it that's not what the sport is. I agree. I mean, it's not. <laughs> so, you know. When they make rule changes, like letting people come in and out of the stadium in tennis or whatever, they don't let them scream while the person's getting ready to serve or do. I mean, there's there are different sports traditions and different rules depending on what it is you do. But didn't that start with the Ryder Cup? The Ryder Cup is the one that really kind of relaxed the rules of the no, participation. No, the Ryder Cup does not allow the stuff when it's not allowed. Um, oh, no, it's gone over the top. No, the Phoenix, the Phoenix Open has been this one for a long time. And it was sort of like, well, one of the 18 holes, we're going to have a raucous time and everybody's going to be loud to where now. I mean, what 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I mean, you have hours left to play where they're shutting off alcohol sales because people are too drunk. You've created that atmosphere as a tournament. I don't know. But even in football games, different venues, different stadiums, different cities behave differently from each other. Uh, Some are much worse than others. And I've noticed that by going to them. It's just. I agree with that. You mean just behavior, like rude yeah, behavior or whatever? Yeah, probably. Well, but when you tailgate all day, I mean, that, that's also part of what's baked in. Yeah, Chicago's terrible. Chicago, they 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 drink so much that they're laying on the ground after the game when you're walking back to your car. We saw that over the, yep. at, at the in Champaign, you know, when they were you know doing that. Yeah, that was terrible. I had, that was my first football game I took my son to, and I had to apologize to him on the way to the back to the car. I'm sorry you had to see that. Yeah. He's all dead. That was cool. So they're chanting, we want beer, you know, throwing a fit about having alcohol sales. <laughs> like literally like a woman like fell out of the, I mean, like had to be taken away in the medical car. And it's like a Billy Horschel. Or, I mean, somebody who's not like a hothead, like literally after the guy he was playing with, his opponent hit his shot. He turned around and got it. And he's like, would you shut up? You know, we're at work here. <laughs> it's like, you know, all you got to do is be quiet for a second and a half. He used 
more blue language than that, but it was like, I think they've, they've created a monster for themselves. You, you know, the, the host tournament. I'm sure there'll be some conversations had with the tour. It's like, have fun, but it's like, I, I don't know why we can't as human beings, why we just have to keep pushing it. You know, it, it's like fun could be fun for everyone, but you just keep pushing. And some of those players get into it. You know, they encourage it. I, I think so for the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you watch it now, there's just nothing but, I mean, it, it's not just that 16th hole. I mean, it's the whole place. It was a good tournament, playoff. You know, I was at my son's house, and he's got three uh, screens set up in his basement. Yeah. Two of them were on the uh, pre, pregame football stuff, and one was on that tournament. And he and my son-in-law, John, were fixated on that golf tournament. I couldn't even watch it. It was so dull. Compared to even the hype before the game. Oh, yeah, of course. Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah, if, if people are getting chewed out for being too loud, of course it's too loud. Oh, my God. Nick, don't be such. You're, you're being. No, you're being a... the exact opposite. I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but, you, but you're taking I, the exact opposite. I created the position. rules of golf now. No, that was my decision. Those aren't, those are the unspoken rules. No, they're of golf. not. Uh, and a, and Kevin, a sport that can are those use... the rules of golf or are those the rules of golf? Are they unspoken? Yeah, I mean, the antithesis of that tournament is the Masters. If you even dare to behave like that at the Masters, you'll never get a pass back. So Nick's going to roll his eyes. Yeah, you won't be allowed to buy a pimento sandwich if you won't oh keep it God, quiet. Oh, my God, stop with that. First of all, <laughs> you do this they're, for baseball. In, they're in Georgia. They don't have British accents. They're in Georgia. Well, they're fancy. They're fancy, lads. The, the pimento sandwiches, $60 nachos last night at the Super Bowl. The pimento sandwich is what, two bucks? Two bucks. Two yeah. bucks. It's a great deal. Yeah. Beers are cheap, too. Stole us. All I'm saying is that there are, you accept when you go to a venue, mm-hmm. do you not, what the rules of that venue right. are? Right, and so clearly the rules of the venue in, in, in Phoenix are a little different than yeah, the other. Until they have to shut off beer sales and because it's gotten out of control. Yeah. You ever been to a sporting event where they shut off beer halfway through it? Uh, not halfway, but I have been to one where they've shut it down. Well, there's rules. Yeah, eighth inning or whatever it is in a baseball game, you, you know, where they go. I mean, but there's not a lot of sporting events where one of the biggest money makers they have is like literally cut off because the people are behaving so badly. Yeah. To me, it's like the one tournament that they allow young sports fans to behave the way they want to because you can't do it anywhere else. And so the waste management says, Okay, get it out of your system. Here's your one tournament that you can act like you're at a football game. But from here on out, the PGA doesn't allow it. I would like for them, if they're going to behave, just to be a little bit original with it. I don't need the 18th guy yelling Chewbacca during somebody's backswing. I mean, it's not even creative. Go in the hole. (laughs) In the hole. That's... That happens because it's after he putted. I mean, you know, no one makes you be quiet when you're sitting there watching, you know, the shot. Yeah. He used to be Baba Booey. <laughs> Still is. Love it. Still is. I don't know. I wouldn't get that bent out of shape over it. It is what it is. We know that's what it is. Some people watch for that reason. Of course they do. But if it was like that all the time and all the rules went away, and it could be like any other sporting event, I'd be exercised too. <clears throat> I'm not, I don't mind one well, hang tournament on. being that way. Am I exercised? Well, you're pretty frustrated with their behavior. I, I'm reporting on what happened. A lady fell out of the grandstands drunk. They had to shut beer sales off at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. The players were upset with it. I'm not, at, I'm not 
exercise. I'm saying you let people do this and they will just keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing. It's why you have rules. Yeah, but I think as an insurance agent, I, I would think, think you would understand that retired insurance agent. I think you, um, I think you like the prim and properness in the style of the PGA, and this does not adhere to that. That's all I'm getting at. And personally, I don't think you like it. Okay. Right. I thought this weekend. <clears throat> Although you watched it, I did. I like to watch protest it. I mean, I'm not (laughs) protest. I'm telling you the facts. Have you ever been to a golf tournament where they shut off beer sales at two o'clock in the afternoon because people are so out of control? Shut it off. Close it down. No, especially on Sunday. Who who wants to drink that much on a Sunday knowing you got to go to work the next day? (laughs) But they do down there. I guess they're on vacation. A lot of people go down there. They're probably going to. I'd say over there. It's Arizona. Well, I always considered Arizona a little southwest. I guess it is. <clears throat> Actually, probably almost straight across from us. Is it? I think maybe a little south. All right. Uh, it was a good tournament. The guy who was the waste management, like he's he's one of the, like his sponsors, ended up losing in the playoff round to Nick Taylor. But Scotty Scheffler, I don't know, that guy, I mean. He can't putt. Yeah, I know. What's wrong with this I putting? don't know. The guy's outstanding. It's like he, he can do it all, and then all of a sudden it's the weirdest sport. It'd be like Patrick Mahomes being like going out there on a Sunday and not being able to throw all of a sudden. Crazy. I changed my putting from looking at the ball to looking at the cup. Okay. And uh, it's really helped. So maybe Scotty well, ought to consider if you hadn't that. skipped out on your partner. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.